Calamity on the Day of the Lord by Jeremiah. Today, I would like us to discuss calamity on the day of the Lord. The Bible tells us that there will be the day of the Lord, which is also the day of calamity by the end of times. It is described in the scripture below. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 2. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman and they will not escape. We can see how the day of the Lord seems to be a horrific day in which everything is destroyed. The question here is, who will be destroyed on the day of the Lord, as well as who will be subjected to judgment. The day of the Lord is the day of calamity for God's people. To find the answer, as you continue reading the book of Thessalonians, it seems that the judgment is for God's people. The scripture below is a good example. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 4 but you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. Here, Paul assured the brethren in Thessalonians that you are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. However, on the flip side, it is possible for this day to come as a surprise to Christians who are still in the darkness. Paul goes on to say in the scripture below, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 5, You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then, let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Here, Paul talks to Christians who have been freed from darkness and walk in the light and truth by saying, you are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or the darkness. In the same vein, he made mention of those Christians who are still walking in darkness, living in sin. He encouraged us, saying, Do not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. This he said because there are so many Christians who are spiritually asleep in darkness and sin. He also says, God did not appoint us to suffer wrath. This means the wrath of God on the day of the Lord is against the Christians who are still walking in darkness and sin. We have to understand this as the interpretation of what the day of the Lord and the wrath of God are all about. Rebellion and the day of the Lord the day of the Lord is also related to rebellion, which means Christians and churches going against the teachings of Christ. Paul describes this in the scripture below. 
Second Thessalonians chapter two verse three. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs, and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped, so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Here, Paul says that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. This is to show there is a relationship between the day of the Lord, rebellion, the man of lawlessness, and the Antichrist. It is almost like the close relationship between a filthy room and cockroaches. This explains that the biggest reason why the day of the Lord comes to churches is extensive rebellion of Christians in the end times. Also, simply put, the day of the Lord is the day of destruction of the church and the Antichrist who dominates the churches as their God and will be at the center of this destruction. As you can see, these are closely related to the day of the Lord, and that is why Paul decided to mention about rebellion and Antichrist in relation to the day of the Lord. Therefore, we need to realize that what the Bible mentions about the day of the Lord is completely different from what the Christians understand. At the moment, the church tells us that the future of the church is bright, and the church will be taken to heaven before the tribulation, which is nothing but baseless doctrine. But the Bible teaches differently, and it describes that there will be more rebellion in the church, leading to the end times, therefore causing God's wrath to destroy the churches, and it will be led by non-Christians. This perfectly matches the current situation of the churches. For example, the Catholic Church teaches that as long as you live your life by following the conscience, you will be saved even without believing in Christ. This is far from the truth and horrible doctrine of rebellion, but unfaithful Protestants are not showing the sign of disagreement either. The Day of the Lord in Zephaniah There are many descriptions about the Day of the Lord in the Old Testament, so let's learn from Zephaniah. Chapter 1 verse 7 says, Be silent before the Sovereign Lord, for the Day of the Lord is near. We can see that this part is about the day of the Lord. I would like us to take a look at Zephaniah chapter 1 verse 2 to chapter 1 verse 18 to learn more about the day of the Lord. Zephaniah chapter 1 verse 2 I will sweep away everything from the face of the earth, declares the Lord. I will sweep away both man and beast. I will sweep away the birds in the sky, and the fish in the sea, and the idols that cause the weak to stumble. When I destroy all mankind on the face of the earth, declares the Lord. 
The earth is mentioned in both verse two and three, meaning there is a problem amongst the people on the earth. In relation to this, Revelation chapter six verse ten says, "They called out in a loud voice, 'How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood?'" This describes. That there is a problem in the people living on Earth. People living on the Earth are different from Abraham, who was a traveler on this Earth, because they prefer the value life of this world. The wrath of God will come upon them. I will stretch out my hand against Judah and against all who live in Jerusalem. I will destroy every remnant of Baal. Worship in this place, the very names of the idolatrous priests. The Lord spoke about bringing judgment upon Judah and the people of Jerusalem here. It started in 70 A.D. when the people of Jerusalem were destroyed by the Romans. The reason for that was them being rebellious. And in fact, they killed many prophets, including Jesus, the Son of God. As a result, Jerusalem and the people of God were destroyed, and this is partly how the day of the Lord was fulfilled. Of course, the day of the Lord hadn't finished yet, and the Bible clearly states there will be the day of the Lord again at the end of the church era. What will happen now is the same as what happened previously. The churches will become rebellious, destroyed, and the people of God in the New Testament era will be under judgment. This has been prophesied in the Book of Revelation, as seen in scriptures below. Revelation chapter eleven, verse eight: Their bodies will lie in the public square of the great city. Which is figuratively called Sodom in Egypt, where also their Lord was crucified. The great city, which is figuratively called Sodom in Egypt, represents various churches in the end times, and this prophesies about murder of Christ, i.e., blasphemy against the Bible. Will be repeated. Those who bow down on the earth to worship the starry host. Those who bow down swear by the Lord, and who also swear by Malik. Those who turn back from the following the Lord and neither seek the Lord nor inquire of Him. Bowing down on the roof to worship the starry host is a figurative speech. Abraham is a spiritual ancestor of Christians, and his descendant is described as stars in the sky and the sand on the earth. So starry hosts present Christians. To worship the starry host means ignoring the word of God and putting the Roman Pope and Billy Graham first. The wrath of God towards those people is described in scriptures here. Be silent before the sovereign Lord, for the day of the Lord is near. The Lord has prepared a sacrifice; He has consecrated those He has invited. A sacrifice is an animal, and that means the church in end times. How the church becomes like an animal is described as below.
Revelation chapter thirteen, verse eleven. Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. The church, which has become like an animal, would be judged. But as it says, He has consecrated those He has invited. Sanctified Christians will receive the blessing on the day. On the day of the Lord's sacrifice, I will punish the officials, and the king's sons, and all those clad in foreign clothes. All those clad in foreign clothes is a parable. We understand that this represents the church which adopted the teachings of Gentiles or this world. From this point of view, we can see that there are many of them right now, such as positive thinking, counseling. And the prayer of Jabez. We need to know that these will provoke the wrath of God on the day of the Lord. On that day, I will punish all who avoid stepping on the threshold, who fill the temple of their gods with violence and deceit. Who fill the temple of their gods with violence and deceit. These are people who speak about non-biblical false teachings, such as. Preach revelation, two-step rapture, or insisting that one saved you will never face the judgment. Indeed, these people will be judged by God. At that time, I will search Jerusalem with lamps and punish those who are complacent, who are like wine left on its dregs, who think the Lord will do nothing, either good or bad. The Lord will do nothing either good or bad. Must be what current Christians are thinking in their heart. The Lord has mentioned about making terrible judgment against rebellious churches in the Bible many times, but no one actually fears this horrible fact. Although no one takes it seriously, but the day is definitely on its way. Their wealth will be plundered, and their houses demolished. Though they build houses, they will not live in them. Though they plant vineyards, they will not drink the wine. The house is a parable of the church. The church, which is the house of God, will be ruined as a result of being under the anti-Christian's control. Christ is going to be rejected from the temple of God. And the anti-Christians will be seated there, as described below. Second Thessalonians chapter two verse four. He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped, so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Once Christ has been rejected, the church will no longer function as church. That is why it is called the beast with two horns, like lamb, as described in Revelation. The great day of the Lord is near, near and coming quickly. The cry on the day of the Lord is bitter. The mighty warriors shout his battle cry. That day will be a day of wrath, a day of distress and anguish, a day of trouble and ruin, a day of darkness and gloom. Day of clouds and blackness, a day of trumpet and battle cry against the fortified cities and against the corner towers. 
I presume that the fortified cities are parable of various Christian denominations. They all will be under the control of the Antichrist while causing the wrath of God. It is just like how the churches in Soviet Union and China were under the persecution in the atheist and communist society. It forced the Antichrist-like doctrine unto the people, and the same will happen to religious churches. I will bring such distress on all people that they will grope about like those who are blind, because they have sinned against the Lord. Their blood will be poured out like dust, and their trails like dung. Neither their silver nor their gold will be able to save them on the day of the Lord's wrath. In the fire of his jealousy, the whole earth will be consumed, for he will make a sudden end of all who live on the earth. It is written here that the wrath of God will be poured on the churches, so we need to correctly understand the reason why the Lord comes in end times. It will be caused by the country of the beast, or Antichrist. But we have to know that the wrath of God is the primary reason. So, we need to understand that the day of the Lord is the day of God's wrath. Of course, not all Christians will be judged or causing the wrath of God, and some people will be approved by the Lord and receive the blessing. This is understandable when you think about the day Jesus first came down to the earth. Many Jews rejected Christ then and led him to be crucified, but some recognized who Christ was and they received eternal life. They were twelve disciples and others. Even in end times, people who are obedient to the word of God will receive huge blessing and be glorified when Christ returns. Let's make sure that we will do the Lord's will in end times.